plus minus. Tim Kawakami deserves all the credit. Plus minus. That is a word right there. <laughs> What'd you say? Plus minus. Marcus Thompson. Marcus always tell the truth. Plus minus. The only thing that I would say to Ethan Strauss is that he's a pretty damn good reporter. Um, he's well plus respected. Minus. I think he got the highest plus minus in the season in NBA history. This is Warriors plus minus, and we have the most riveting final 25 game schedule to to discuss the most epic into a bad season of all time yeah nah we got nothing like this <laughs> most epic 22 win season ever whatever this is gonna we're be. just counting down it until march be, 1st yeah, it won't be 22 actually until march 1st i don't know about you guys but when steph starts talking about nerve damage i'm starting thinking uh-oh <laughs> That's that's not good. And then and then you know what really hit me was the realization that he's 32 years old, and or he's about to be 32. This feels like the beginning of a player getting old, right? You start hearing the injuries, you start seeing stuff linger, and it's like, okay, the anticipation has been Steph will be back and the Clay will be back, and they'll just they'll just do what they did in 2015, and it's like, this is one of those reminders, like, no, you just don't get to turn back the clock like that, and. He's going to be great. He'll still be good. But there's a finite window to the Steph Curry we know. And when he starts talking about nerve damage in his hands and new normal, it's like, oh, wow. Is this your pre your preamble to saying that the Warriors should draft Theo Maladon? Is this what this is? <laughs> I mean, I This mean, is your guy. You've chosen Theo Maladon as your, as I your didn't, draft I didn't choose him. He him chose once. me. <laughs> he chose me. You chose him for me, actually. Just because I went, I went Killian Hayes. So look, look, I've been, I've been actually looking into the Steel Maladon, and I, I will say on this podcast that I'm kind of leaning Killian. Oh man, <laughs> man, wow, man, how did that happen? I'm, I'm just watching him play more. It's like, I mean, I see, I see why you say Killian. I see why people would say that. Are but. people listening or caring about this right now? I don't know. Maybe. I, mean, I don't know. People I, know there this. are a lot of Warriors fans yeah. who are all in on the draft. Draft, 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 draft. I, I, I can say that much. I don't... They're much diminished. You know, you had that stat of 66% of the Warriors TV base getting chopped off by this bad season. Now they retain still a healthy uh, audience compared to other teams, but a lot of people lost interest. Uh, but among that smaller pie, a lot of them are in are into the draft. Well, the fact that it's me. European players and it's you know it's not college players. I could you know again, hey, all this stuff is important. All this stuff is worth discussing. I'm just saying you know is it theoretical at this? It's like this is all theoretical. If it's, you're not seeing it, maybe that's my old school. Like I want to see it on Kansas versus Duke. You know <laughs> I want to see it on some context that I'm familiar with. And I'm not familiar with that context, uh, 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 but it should be the context. And obviously, teams have to have to feel that too. Yeah, though they want to be interested in it, but it's not going to have that broader interest because you don't have those touted draft picks on Kentucky, on Kansas, playing on Saturdays on network TV. You don't have Zion Williamson becoming a phenomenon, and then you can think about your team getting him. No, there is not that guy 
in this particular draft. You need to pursue this draft like some sort of niche hobby like stamp collecting in order to get into it. I mean, people are into this draft because this draft will allow you to show how smart you are. There you go. About basketball. There you That's go. you would be like, oh, I like this guy because I'm incredibly smart. <laughs> That's my guy because I have studied the yeah. metrics and the European counterparts. Enough about yeah. Ethan. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's uh, NBA but, Draft uh, Twitter. Yeah. NBA yeah. Draft Twitter is all about this. Uh, there is a contingent called NBA Draft Twitter out there. They think they know better than the jockocracy they condescend to the jockocracy they reprimand them for all their dumb opinions in the past and taking cam reddish and whatnot and do their victory laps on the guys they knew were good and maybe they're right maybe this is the new bill james thing i don't know but it is definitely a little community on the internet that's quite confident in what it believes despite never going to any of these games I but, guess my point is, on this show, maybe we talk about Steph Curry for a little bit. Not about Killian we Hayes talk and about Theo Maldon. Yeah, but, but, once, but once Marcus said nerve damage, that was a bummer. Uh, they wanted to turn into I draft just think talk reali- immediately. Realistically, they're going as far as Steph Curry's going to take them. And they're not going to replace him, you but, know, for now. They're not like, oh, my God, he's going to play But now is minutes. when you think about yeah, no Steph question. Curry replacement. No, no question. You don't but, wait till he's washed. And they're like, oh, we got to yeah, find somebody. Well, you know, they have one. They had D'Angelo I took it. In a goofy direction with Theo Maladon, but what Marcus was saying, I think, was that you have to think about these things. No question. And if you have to think about these things, and I don't think a lot of the Warriors fan base is prepared to, frankly, um, for a variety of reasons. One is he looks young. You know, he doesn't look old, so you don't think about it so much. He doesn't look older. Um, and you've got LeBron but, at age 36 doing what he's doing, yeah. so that's another, but he's a freak. But I think that it does inform your thinking for. What's the support mechanism going to be? They trade a D'Lo. That's the part that makes it more interesting for me because this whole idea that, okay, Steph is going to carry this thing, and you start realizing he's 32. We've seen teams sell out to, to defend him. And at some point it's like you have to realize that Steph is going to need a really good supporting cast. Yes. And do they have that? You have one scorer. And you have Draymond, who defenses haven't been afraid of his offense for a long time. And you're hoping Wiggins is the third scorer. Like, do you have enough for teams to say, yeah, to not say we're going to do a boxing one on Steph or we're going to throw two guys at him? what if they don't need to? (laughs) Oh, if they don't need to, you're done anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they need – they need another dynamic player. Somebody but are better. Are they better, banking better, on but, Steph being 2015? Yeah, Aren't I, they kind of saying? Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I think they're a version of that. Yeah, they're a, saying, a "Oh, we got of, Steph, so yeah, it's okay. Yeah. We'll let we'll do the uh, Wiggins." They're, they're counting on the gravity. Yeah. They're counting on you know, look at what defenses have to do to stop him, and then look at everyone else will be better, and maybe add another player. They, they, I think they need another dynamic player. I, I don't think there's a question about Come that. Come on, but. you think they need another superstar? <laughs> yeah. Why do they need another Ooh, superstar? Why the, Ethan, why are the, why, why are the Ethan, Warriors why do they need the only, another superstar? only team that think, you think that? I blame Ethan for most of this. It's unfair. It's totally unfair. <laughs> well, I, if you want to look at a comp for Steph, Perhaps, and maybe it's one that gives you optimism. Although the game is a little bit different, uh, I think it would be Steve Nash. Yeah, Nash is the physical. The physical I mean, but you set that up like you're gonna say something we didn't think. <laughs> I mean, if there is a comp out there, you would think maybe there's a comp gonna, like uh, maybe Seth. Get Seth, your, get Seth your Curry. mind ready for this comp I'm about to throw at you. <laughs> Only, how about the guy he's been compared to since he was in college? 
There's a guy in France. His name is uh, Thierry. I, uh, I have a French Thierry. scout who's been scouting the Brazilian national team, and he's telling me <laughs> that there's this guy. No, but that's that, that's the guy, and maybe that's too optimistic. We're going with small sample sizes here, right? But that would give you some encouraging data. Look what he had around Steve him, did. though. Yeah. yeah, but I know. But Nash was an MVP. What at thirty three and thirty four? Yeah, but so, he yeah. had Stoudemire. Yeah. He had Sean Marion. Sean Marion, <laughs> Joe Johnson, yep. Quentin yep. Richardson, and his prime. Like he had a squad around him. And I'm thinking, the Warriors so, aren't going to need stuff like that's that. That's what I'm yeah. saying. But it, it feels like their approach is, well, Steph solves everything. Like we have Steph, right? We have Steph, so we just need Wiggins to be Harrison Barnes, but a little bit better. Like, but I'm thinking, maybe not. <laughs> Right, maybe you need Wiggins to be more than yeah, that. That's why right? we, that, and that's where the equation is. Maybe they need a better player yes, than Wiggins. No question. You know, that's like that's a slot where you would put this player. We'll see if Wiggins is that guy. I, I think he's going to be sort of that guy, and he's going to be sort of not that guy. That's how he's been historically. We've even seen it in like six games, whatever how many he's played. Like my last game went too good. So against New Orleans, against too, New Orleans, right? like, <laughs> so, against New Orleans, where like Juan Toscano Anderson is out there dominating. <laughs> There's your guy. There's your oh dynamic guy. guy. You There's your dynamic guy. The left-handed finishes, you know, what? It's like 18% of Steph's game, but it was an important, like, it was like a key thing that he could finish right or left with spin. He could yeah. dribble he right could, or yeah. left. I don't think he can hold on to the ball in traffic with his left, and that's pretty big. That's pretty big for him, and... So I don't know. Is there a comp for a guy coming back from an injury at 31 who's been to two-time MVP? I mean, th- these are interesting. It's an interesting world for him. And I think I heard Marcus say this on the radio, and I totally agreed. Like, this is why he wants to come back. Like, this is, oh, my God, he can hurt, get hurt. No, no, he's as hurt as he's going to. This is, this is the, he has to deal with nerve damage in his hand, and he wants to do it now and not go into next season going, well, I don't know if I'm going to have to turn his left hand going against Russell Westbrook. I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish with this thing. Nah, he this needs is to the, know uh, that get now. These, yeah. get, and it won't be 22 games because he's not going to play every game, but get these 19 games and just get to feel the basketball on his hand. And I think that's what we're going to be watching. That's what he's the, the real important. You know, get Wiggins, feel for that, whatever, all the stuff, Eric Paschal. But the part of me is because they played four games with Steph, not Wiggins, but they did play four games. It was terrible. Yeah. So I'm not sure we're going to see beautiful basketball out here. We shall see. I do feel like there's a part of Steph that's like needs to know what he needs to work on in offseason. Yep. Needs to know. Uh, needs to know if he should even spend his time playing in Team USA. I know he wants to play. Mm-hmm. I know part of him is like, let me show that I can play. I'm not an Olympics guy. I'm just not. I understand players. Some of them, absolutely. I know Steph wants to, but like your career is about championships. It's not about that. Whether or not you play for that team is not a. It does not matter. Such for them. I just don't think it's gonna. Happen. I don't think the Olympics are happening. So anti-American. Oh no! Wait, do you think just canceled the Olympics? I, d- I don't think the Olympics. Are I, I I I I don't. I'm not saying I agree, but that's a that's a feeling that I have. I have. I definitely feel what you're saying. Like this thing may not actually happen. The whole I mean, Olympics. The, the, the whole, whole the Olympics, ultimatum. Yeah. The, the ultimatum Olympics. came down today, maybe an hour ago, that if they can't clear it by May, it's over. Yep. It's done. And look, I don't think any of us can predict. He'll be fine for the 2021 Olympics, right? The, the again? Repla- he'll be fine for the 2021 Olympics, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> for the replacement Olympics? The replacement Olympics. <laughs> the replacement in, Olympics. in San Francisco. <laughs> I, I, yeah, who knows with all that stuff? I'm just assuming there is an Olympics, 
and I'm assuming he wants to go, but I don't know how important it really is versus like working on your game, working on yourself, not flying out there, not being out there, and just get that get that left hand feeling like it's you know, a natural left hand again. Maybe he'll fill that in, in the last 22 games. Maybe he won't. But I'm just I'm not an Olympics guy at all. I am not. I just don't think it's that in basketball. It's that big a deal. Unbelievable. That's me. I've never been unbelievable. Olympics guy. Never, yeah. Yeah. Can we play like the Rocky theme <laughs> music or something? Let's get Americana on Tim's head. Don McLean, American Pie. I don't. Know. I have a theory on why that shook out the way it did, which is it used to be that NBC had the rights to the NBA and then they would pump up the Olympics and men's basketball because it helped their product. It helped what they were selling yep. with the NBA regular season. And so they made a big deal about Team USA. Now NBC doesn't have NBA rights, and so they completely bury Team USA men's basketball. They give it barely any publicity. They say, oh, well, you know, uh, Americans, like, they don't want to know about famous, the most famous NBA players. We're not going to tell them about that. I think that they, they hide it. And that's, that's why opinion. Tim doesn't want <laughs> I'm right there with NBC. Or yeah. right there. I'm that's not sure where Tim. I'm with, with it. But their reputations, their histories, it's about championships. It's, and they're getting paid. And Steph's getting paid $40 million. And again, again, I understand why you want to do it. Steve Kerr is coaching in it. I would quite, you know, I would question even that as much time as we know that it would be good for him to take off. Pop asked him, I get it, but I just don't see this Olympics. And, and again, I, it's me reacting to Olympics people thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, that's whatever they're doing in the NBA. But oh, is he going to play for the Olympics? Who cares? Who cares? I, 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 me and Mark America Cuban. America cares. Me and Mark Cuban on that one. Uh, what's your your, your livelihood? It's, I, it's playing I, I, in the I NBA. I would push back, and I would say Kobe. It's part of Kobe's legacy that he That's, was the guy. These are all part of the yeah, These are all part of legacies. But if he didn't win any titles, would you go? Oh man, though that Olympic. Oh man, those Olympics though. Wow. That, that Charles Barkley didn't win any titles, but it, it's about he won the Olympics. He beat Angola by fifty-two. I mean. I, I just, it can not, add, but it can't subtract in a weird yeah. way. You know, failing in the Olympics, I don't even remember who was on the team that failed in FIBA. I think a bunch of Celtics is all I remember. I'm not attaching any stigma Especially to when you go and you're like a bench player, right? Nobody goes, Allen Iverson really messed up in Athens, and now we, we talk about him different because of that. That's not, that's not part of how we do things. We might make fun of you for a week, if you do badly or lament where American basketball is, but it can only add. It can add if if Kobe Bryant takes over the fourth quarter against Spain, then we'll add it to the overall resume. But if he hadn't done too well, I, we we would not we would not. Bring the most it important thing about these teams is when young players get together and then make super teams three years later. That's the, the most important thing <laughs> yeah, about. I, mean, it. I swear that's what it is. Isn't that all the more reason for Steph to go? <laughs> gets, get, well, but he can't really bond with Giannis out there. I guess on a different team he can. But the, like hey. the guys he's trying to get with. Might not be on his team. I have a feeling Giannis might end up staying where the Americans are. <laughs> I wonder if the accommodations—they were on a yacht last time. Yeah, like, yeah. We'll I don't. See. Yeah. Do the Warriors have any power to say no? You can't play. I don't think like so. for like Clay, who won't well, play this Clay, season. Well, Clay, just uh, yeah, I just don't think it makes sense for Clay to play. So I think you could say but Clay. But if Clay's we, like, I'm going to play. Can the Warriors say, yeah, nah, we're gonna. We're going to disallow that. I don't. I think they can say it. I don't think they can hold them to it. And yeah. I think, you know, Jerry Colangelo would kick their ass and he would get Adam Silver to, you know, all those things. I just think it can be, hey, you know, go play if you want. But, you know. I don't think you can do that. It's the type of thing that would lead to resentment, too, even if you had the power to do it. 
you just if there's one to. player who didn't care about resentment on the Warriors, who would it be? Draymond Green. Clay Thompson. Well, <laughs> Clay would just, like, <laughs> ignore it. Yeah, yeah he would just, like, like, it, would, like it, it wouldn't even matter. Me, what? Was it's I like we left do? a message on his phone. We don't know if he got it. <laughs> right? That's what Clay, Clay yeah. could literally say. Oh, I didn't know y'all didn't want me to go. Yep. And they would say, oh, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I believe you really yeah, didn't know. I understand know. that. I understand that. I, I just, Clay's going to show up, and it's, he doesn't even know it's canceled because of the coronavirus. <laughs> He's going to show up in Japan to be confused. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. I, I wonder how that would be communicated with players who won you three championships. They, they do what they want. They, they, they do. Yeah. Well, Steve's coaching the team. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you can't, like, start nixing them. But. You have the conversation. You say, "If this is this the right thing for you? If it is, if it isn't, that's great. If it is, that's great." But you know, it's it's matters of degree, and like you know, they don't have to do it with Draymond too much, obviously, because I don't think Draymond's making the team. But you don't play for a season. I don't know that like, playing for the Olympic team is what you want to do. That's just my opinion. But Clay might think differently, and it's it's you know in his power. But you know what? Does he make the team after not playing for a yeah. year? You know, you got Bradley Beal. I mean, you got, you got some guys who are having some amazing years right now. They're in the middle of their rise. And, you know, maybe you find room for John Moran or Zion. I mean, like, this is where the league's going. That's the uh, the, the weird, subtle part is. It's the last the, time. Yeah, the Warriors are, yeah, are right on the brink of none of these guys. Well, Steph would always. But, like. This is it the last time, and maybe not even the right time for these guys. So that might be part of why they want to do it so badly. I don't know, but you well, know, Steph has never done it. So Steph, you know yeah, he Steph, really yeah, wants he to wants do it. it. Clay, you know. Clay's done it. Clay has done it. Clay's Draymond been, has done it. Yep. So, so Steph missed. He he's missed two Olympics now. So yep. I think there's a part of him that really wants to do so it. So the Warriors say, Giannis, don't don't play. We need we need to rest for the next couple of years. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> there, there's. I have a hard time. Steph, Steph said something recently where he's like, yo, I'm going to do what's best for me. And it was yeah. like the first time you hear yeah, Steph yeah. talk that way. Yeah. I just have a hard time. I, th- I think on this one, Steph's like, yo, I'm Steph Curry. I'm going to the Olympics. Yeah. Like, sorry, all, Bob, if you don't feel that and, way. And also in a weird way, left. not having any playoffs makes him feel like yes. he wants to do it even more. Because he was so – remember the last time he pulled out, they were in the middle they of the finals. The playoffs, he, he had been me. hurt. He had been yeah. hurt. And he's like, it just wouldn't be the right thing. And it wasn't the right thing. But that's when he was in his prime. That's when it would have been the moment. And he wisely decided not to. I think at this time, he's had all this time off. He goes out to Asia all the time anyway. It would be a great marketing opportunity. I can't dispute any of that. So, you know, maybe he wants to go. I don't think the Warriors would get in the way of that. I really don't. So if he goes, uh, you're sending me? No. Mm. <laughs> no, we are not. I try. I took my shot, Ethan. Uh, I, I, I don't think it's happening. I don't yeah, think you have to worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ethan is just canceling. Man. Just can't. No, like, look, man. Uh, so I'm telling you, this, these were the reports that just reading about it. It's no, like, yo, yeah. they're not going to be able yeah. to do this. It's, it's going to be scary. You're yeah. risking so many people. Yep. Like, I just, it, it makes me uneasy. Before we move on, I need to pop a collar real quick. You feel me? Let me brag about the athletic. We cover pretty much every major team in every major league in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. But look, we don't just cover every team. Yes, I use air quotes on cover right there. The Athletic is home to 400 of the best writers out there. We do way more than just cover. We got Katie Strang, who is an incredible investigative journalist, and the work she's doing is literally forcing systems to recalibrate. We got Shams Charania, who is a living legend. He gets so many scoops, we call him Haagen-Dazs. All right, we don't call him that, but we should because he gets that many scoops. Brendan Quinn is one of my favorite writers. His pin game is amazing. We've got David Aldrich, 
who is the total package. He can write his tail off. He has great sources. He's got a distinct voice. He's probably the smartest dude you'll ever meet. And he's cool. We've got Ethan Strauss, who I think is the best writer in the country, writing about the NBA. Our coverage literally gives you everything you need. You want to geek out on articles to expand your knowledge of the game? We've got that. You want insight from the most experienced writers who have covered your favorite teams and your favorite leagues for years? We've got that. You want to get the latest news first? We've got that. You love some good storytelling? We've got plenty of that. I remember back in the day when I worked at the newspaper and I covered the Warriors and they were trash, I used to have to argue with editors to get my Warriors articles on the front page or at least off page 10. But the beautiful thing about The Athletic, you can create your own sports page. You determine what articles get to your feed. You determine what's on the front page. That's your choice. What leagues you want to follow, what teams you want to follow. Simply put, The Athletic has the best sports newsroom on the planet. Yes, that is an epic collar pop. My collar is all the way up right now. But look, don't take my word for it. You can go see for yourself by signing up for a free trial. If you go to theathletic.com slash warriorspm, you can save 40% on an annual subscription. Take the free trial, and if you like it, you'll only be paying $3 a month for total access to the best newsroom in the world for sports. There are a million reasons to sign up for The Athletic. It's the best bargain out there, right? But only one reason is necessary. There is one thing you get with an athletic subscription that makes the $3 a month seem like pennies. There is one thing that if you purchase this subscription will make it all worthwhile. That's right, you get me. So looking at who they have on the roster, who, who do you envision being good with Steph? Like, I, I know the assumption is everybody next to Steph is better, but thinking about it from Steph's perspective and what he needs around him to be the best player he can be, who, who fits that mode? Who, who are some players that will, you're looking at him, you're like, yo, they would be good. Steph could use him around. Transition player who passes well. I mean, that's Andre, but it's hard to replicate that. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not. <laughs> but, but who could possibly replicate something like that? Somebody who moves in transition and passes the ball well. Um, I think that's that's the first thing I think about. You don't think Williams so, is a good passer? Uh, <laughs> the assist total in his career would lead you not to believe that. I mean, what if his teammates are just missing all the shots? That's what it was. That's, that's what, what it was. Yeah. I'm gonna go with that. I, you know, I can say I don't think Pascal's going to be look too good with Steph. That's one I don't see. It definitely see doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't feel like that. But who else is – I can't even think. Well, if I I'm mean, thinking 2020 yeah. free agents. Smiley uh, each, no. What, what about – Put him on Zion. Joe, put him on Zion. He really looked good I, doing that. What about uh, What about Joe Harris? I've always thought he Joe is. Harris. I mean, that's a guy they've liked. He just get, uh, get, yeah, he's getting paid. talking about <laughs> yeah. on this team. But yeah, we can just send this to the whole league. Let's do it. <laughs> but they've – no, they've liked Joe so Harris. So basically they, there's they, nobody on the team you think yeah, – You can't come up with anybody, Ethan? Oh, on the team? Yeah, yeah, yeah not team. really. Not not the guys we're seeing out there right now. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, they're the last. They're in the last. Uh, I mean, you, you, I'm gonna say it. Marquise Chris, Juan Toscano, and Juan Toscano. I'm gonna say it. Hey, listen. One thing I saw about him, he's a four in the NBA. He's not yes. a three. He's not a three. I mean, he is a small shooting four. Because when he's play, try to play three, he doesn't look real good. Because he's just not that. Well, he's mobile. not creating offense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, you put him as a defensive four, offensive three. You know, whatever how you do it. He can't be a wing player you need offense from. He just can't be that guy. Then if you have a center who doesn't move and you have a four who isn't great, that, that doesn't look good. But Scott Anderson is like a third-string power forward who you can swing over to the wing. Uh, he could, he could yeah. hang on a roster. Yeah, no he, he could hang on a roster. 
I think uh, Chris is the guy who makes the most sense because Steph does like having that rim runner, and that is something he can do. So that there he fits with Steph. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that, Dragon that, Bender. Oh man, uh, <laughs> I kind of liked. I, I've, I've always like. I've never thought he was a good player. Not fourth he's overall talented, pick, though. but he's yeah, a he's seven skills. footer with yeah. skills, and he's one of those guys. Like you could really see, put him with a better team. You put him with Clay Thompson and Draymond and stuff. Like I could see him being decent, like a twelve-minute a guy game that sometimes plays twenty. You know, not Javale McGee, different talent, but that guy. That, like, oh wow, those talents are I mean, now. Isn't everybody better if you just lower the bar? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. just, well, don't get drafted number four overall. Like, yeah. I mean, I could really see him if you only played him for thirty-two <laughs> seconds. Like, yeah. he's good. Like, <laughs> That's what we have to do here. Yeah, we have. I don't see too many guys you can play for 35 minutes. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, I man, know. this dragon dude's good for 12 minutes. <laughs> if he gets one basket, you take him right yeah. back out. If he gets hot, maybe well, he play it for 20. Steve talking about spades over and over and over again. He won his games. He won, like, I feel like saying, Steve, what freaking game did he win, by the way? Give me, like, one important game. and I'm, there, I'll, there I'll give a you a road game in Oklahoma City. <laughs> yeah, that was one game. And then, by the way, he couldn't play the rest of that, some of that series. I mean, you. Oh, I was you, talking regular you, season. You, a playoff I know, game? I know. Yeah, I don't think. Playoff. I don't think. Like, like, you, like I'm just saying, like we're not the only ones who romanticize a few minutes at a time for a good team. I no mean, th- I mean, oh my God, Maurice Spate again. That's I'm not a Spates guy. Ethan probably has a big counter argument to this, but I like. Hey, <laughs> I'm, how, I'm a Spates I, guy I, in, ter- in terms of media person. Yeah. In terms of just getting a quote at the end of the game, that that that's really where I, I talk up Spates. But 75 percent of the time, an important game, you could not play space so you know but you could you could have a, a, a moment of leverage with him you could have a f- and that's what I, you're I will this say point. this Spates believes he should have been playing in that game seven over Azili and I would agree mm, well could have been anybody <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you should have been playing <laughs> over Azili <laughs> we talk about little moments like yeah what did Azili play in the fourth quarter like two minutes and screwed up two plays, and will always be remembered for that. Can I say Jordan Poole would be good with Steph? I think Jordan Poole, I was going to say, that's somebody I could see. I mean, he's on the ball now, right? And yeah. I wouldn't have thought that. But he's he could be that. He's actually not bad no. on the ball. He's actually a better finisher than he is a shooter at this point, which is I would not have thought. And he's got that big body. He's got long arms. And so, like, yeah, you put Steph off the ball a couple plays, and you have Jordan Poole do it. Not terrible. And if he ever starts hitting that three reliably, then you got a real like second unit guy. Like you talk about these second units, like the things that they imagined Barbosa could do, or I'm trying to even think. I mean, second unit ball handler. I I don't remember, but Quinn Sean Cook. Sean wasn't that guy at the end of his career. Quinn Cook, not really. If you start looking at like, because Andrew Wiggins is not going to be a ball handler to initiate. He's just not that guy. He's a go run in the corner. Or you run your offense, and then he gets it off of something. But yeah, Jordan Poole. Maybe. And then with Steph for, for a time, I don't, I don't see a big problem with that. I mean, we'll see, have to see it play out on the road. But Jordan Poole, Marquise Chris, beyond that, I don't know too many. You know, Damian Lee, you know, he, he can always play six minutes for you somewhere. Probably, as we keep saying, probably should have done it in the playoffs. But uh, that's a whole other conversation. But I, other than that, Ethan's going to start naming some free agents now, I think, because we've run out of guys. I think we should write a piece at some point. Maybe I'll do this about who should they spend their that seventeen million dollars on. There's some intriguing players. Probably won't spend the whole seventeen, but yeah. they could probably get somebody who can play with. Yep, they're gonna yep. need another player. And if Wiggins isn't necessarily that kind of dominant player, I mean, he could. Who knows? He could be. But if he's not. 
they still need another player because it just doesn't feel like enough around Steph. And you know this person's going to cost like yes triple because it can't number. be yeah, yeah, it can't yeah. be you're not going to get that type of player with the mid level or yeah. any portion but of also, it. Also, right? well, I mean, who knows? But like again, I'm saying with luxury tax and everything, this is going to be like a thirty million dollar player, thirty five million dollar player, no matter what you're paying, because that number is going to just explode because their contracts they've already got rolling over are just so huge. So you know, like you talk about Joe Harris, if you can get Joe Harris for eight million, that's going to be you know. 24 million when you when you add it up. So just remember that it's not our money; it's their money. But they're going to be looking. Yeah, at that nobody way. cares about. <laughs> it's eight million dollars. Eight million dollars. Just get him. Just fit. Just get him. But it's, Joe Harris is that's a guy that has. They thought about drafting him, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And, and they definitely wanted him. Oh, they've got, always wanted. He's always he making these. Million, yeah, he's yeah. always making these big deals that they can't afford. He's a sniper. I mean, it'd be nice for them to have a guy who could shoot like that. How about that, that guy could... the guy from New Orleans the other night? What the hell? Melly? Where, yeah. where did he come from? That guy, that guy could play for the Warriors, it's I'll New tell you Orleans. that. Yeah, yeah. He, he's made that five threes one moving. other time. It was against the Warriors. <laughs> <Was it? Okay. laughs> well, when, when he was shooting, the net wasn't even moving. Yep. He was he was totally locked in. The Zion show. You know, oh one guy God. I thought is Miritich. I think he's a free agent, right? Steve, yeah. he, Steve would lose his mind. He doesn't like Meritage. Well, no, I mean, just he, he's a negative on defense. Yes. Like, yeah, he's, well, I mean, a lot of, lot of the people on. you're talking about for the four or five. Right here's right, what I, who but, is where I was thinking. What about Serge Ibaka? Yeah, yeah. I mean, is he a free agent? Or do we yeah, have he's to a free agent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, agent. I could see that. Now, the big personality might be a bit much. Uh, but I mean, he's 30. Yeah. One years old is the problem. Yeah, I mean he'd want to start. At, he'd he'd want to he'd want to start. I mean I don't think they have a huge problem starting him. But uh, I mean, he's your five. Yeah, he he's your five. I could see it. I could see it. I mean, is he? But is he a guy like okay? Offensively, things are broken down. We need to get Serge Ibaka some shots. Uh, that's uh, that's yeah. gonna be Steph. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> offensively okay. broken down. You might need to take a risk on a guy who might be broken down. I mean, that just might be what it is because they do need a veteran. They can't be this young. No, I mean, no, I don't think. And I, I think maybe Marcus Saul would be too broken down. He's yeah, I'd rather drop surge. off this season. I'd rather surge. Yeah, potentially. What about well, Gallinari's going to get paid too much. I yeah, think. Gallinari's going to get paid. He would be interesting, but you talk about defensively issues. I mean, a lot of these guys. I, I feel like yeah. in, that's why I like Ibaka because you do get some yep. rim protection there. Yep. Some if he's, yep. if he's got a little bit lift left. And he's gonna, but I, I have a feeling he's gonna look for a lot of money, and he's gonna look for. I got a feeling he's gonna look for a lot of money, yeah. and he's not gonna get it. <laughs> so he's gonna take the fifteen the Warriors got. <laughs> this is a really bad free agency class, I will say. This is. It's, it's a lot of guys like that. Yeah, it's a lot of guys like ah, yeah, I could kind of see it. I don't know. And then you got. Oh, you know who'd so. be great with Steph? Glenn Robinson the third. <laughs> well, it might be. It might be. You know, that would be, you know, not a dynamic wing player, but a wing player guard some people. I mean, they do have to guard some people still. Yeah. That's another, you know, like Paul, Paul Millsap. Uh, I don't know what he fetches on the open market. Yeah, he's, That's an he's interesting one. Now, ain't he too old, though? Right. But by the way, they couldn't use, they can't use the trade exception for these sign and trade guys, as Denny has, has yes. made sure to yes. point out to me many, many times. It would hard cap them. And they're already way over the hard cap line. So they, unless they're going to trade away Clay or Draymond, which they are not, they are not likely to get a sign and trade any of these free and agents. The, and they're not going to get the ring chasing discount. They might no, get the no. I want to be here because it's nice. But yeah, they're not going to yeah. get the crazy ring chase discount. Yeah. I'm just going to go on a limb and think that Gordon Hayward picks up his $32 million <laughs> yeah, player option. Right. Yeah. Or, or knows he's getting more if he doesn't. Yeah, nah, he's, hey, DeMarcus Cousins is going to be available. Go get him. Derrick Jones is going to be available. Derrick Jones is, I mean, hey, dynamic player. I mean, uh, you know, 
they could use, you know, they're not going to get a perfect player. They've hit on some of these. They have really not hit on some of the others. But I just think they need dynamic players, like the most dynamic. It's not like fit in perfectly with this. Fit in, I just think they need somebody that you can go beat somebody off the dribble. I mean, how many times have they had that with a secondary player? I can't think of one. So uh, I think they need somebody like that. Is Trez a free agent? Harrell? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd have to paid. think. That he's, he's getting get, he's getting yelled at in by Kawhi and all that stuff. Yeah, I don't think I don't yeah. think they want to be there anymore. Yeah, that's he's interesting. What's going on with that? Are they going to win the championship while seeming like a band of mercenaries that has no reason to play together? And is is that just going to are be they right? ever I mean, do they ever play together? I like I every time I watch them, the one is playing. One of, the yeah, other, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's unbelievable. But I wouldn't want I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to play them in the playoffs. They're, 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 just they're so a problem crazy. for the league, by the yeah. way. I, I mean, this is maybe this is a little too thirty thousand foot view meta, and maybe I'm too interested in the interest level. But it's a problem when you've got a team like this and they're not out there, and we barely know them, and they don't do media. I mean, this isn't like the Spurs where it's part of their brand and we've known them for decades. Where back when they had. Back when they were buttoned up, we knew Tim Duncan and we knew Manu and we knew Tony Parker and Pop and the whole deal. America doesn't know this team. America doesn't care about this team, and it's in LA. And you just wonder how is the league? How is the league? Yeah, if they, you know, if they start winning playoff series, people. Yeah, we'll know them in the playoffs. Yeah, right. We'll, it's too I late mean, by we, we kind of know Kawhi, right? You know Kawhi, whatever, or, know, or know that you're not going to know. Yeah, him. That we know what we know. That's what we, we know that we don't know. I think the interesting part is how Paul George has kind of become like a Kawhi when before mm-hmm. he was yeah. like this media darling, he was out there and exposed, and now he's well, just he like... Well, t- he takes the cue from the dominant superstar. You yeah. remember when Russell Westbrook said, next question in the press conference, because he had that weird tiff with uh, Barry Trammell. Uh, Paul George said, next question mm-hmm. on the uh, uh, the next question that was asked. <laughs> Paul George just took the cue. So maybe he just takes the form of whoever the dominant superstar is in the situation. So as, as, he, did by staff, jo- no. as he did join in with the Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what I mean. It does take a certain personality to go, okay, I'll go wherever Kawhi is going. No comment on any other free agent situations, by the way, uh, at the same year uh, as, as that one. But you know what? TNT will have them on. They'll do the half. You know, they'll do the halftime discussions. They'll they'll put the interview after the game. And if they're winning, it, you know, it comes. You know, Damian Lillard is out there. He talks a lot. But what you remember is him hitting that shot and him celebrating afterwards. That's what you remember. You remember moments like that. And we'll see if the Clippers have any. They're really good. You know, they got a chance to, to make a run here. They got a chance to blow it too. But. They have a, they have more talent than anybody else in the league. They just haven't really shown it this season, and may, maybe they will in the postseason. Well, they don't seem to care about the regular <laughs> yeah. season. I mean, you could have said a little bit of the same about Toronto last season. A little bit. I mean, it's just the same guy. I mean, how many you know, Kawhi played what sixty last season? Not even sixty. Is he going to play sixty this season? You know. And then that team you know, though felt like it. It was more of a team. Yeah. No, oh, they'd been together. You know, you, you you got any team with Kyle Lowry and Van Vliet and. And, you know, know, Van Vliet, Siakam, guys that they raised, right? It was much more of a warrior situation where they added KD. The the Clippers feel like a pickup run where it's, uh, okay, who's showing up today? Who's not load managing? Who's healthy? Okay, this is the team. Okay, and everybody goes home. And maybe that's not the case. It's hard. Again, they don't do a lot of outward-facing stuff, so maybe we just don't know. But they don't don't seem like, uh, for whatever reason, their attitude gives off a lot of, 2019 Warriors. <laughs> mm. 
so, like which which who almost won a championship by the way <laughs> yeah i know yeah. <laughs> i don't necessarily buy into the idea that a lot of these things we think matter uh matters as far as winning goes it matters yeah. as far as how Kawhi, much we Kawhi Leonard Kawhi Leonard is still ridiculously hard to play it's going to be hard to beat them four times so yeah. what what do you if think if he plays every game what do you think people want to hear about least uh draft picks or the clippers <laughs> <laughs> how about the clipper draft picks <laughs> what <laughs> european or australian player ethan do you think would best fit with a with the clippers Killian oh, Hayes. that guy Killian that uh, New Orleans drafted uh, out of Australia who seems like he's kind of interesting, but I don't know if they have room for him. Maybe the Clippers should get him. We've just killed the audience with one fell swoop. There okay. you go. There you go. Is, uh, is, uh, is Steph going to be good when he so comes back, by the way? Is he Steph going to, like, be Steph? I don't, think, he... I don't think he's going to be the Steph, like, you know, we remember. I think he's going to be a little rusty. Clearly his hand wow, is Wow, so you're, you're scared of this hand, man. You're talking like No, I mean, like, like when, it, when has Steph come back from injury and been and not had this struggle? Like, it's happened all the time. There was one game when he went off in his first game back in the playoff against New Orleans, and he hit, like, eight threes. But the rest of that series, he was done. Like, once the adrenaline wears off, he's like – his game is rhythm, and he doesn't have it. He's got to get it. So th- there's room for a big game from Steph, like a big welcome back game where he's going purely on adrenaline, but he doesn't have enough around him to do I, I what he normally Steph does. Had, when Steph was asked if he was worried about screwing up their draft pick selection, I wish he had just said, this draft's not good enough for me to care. <laughs> have you looked at those European players? He's like, yeah, the best players are actually <laughs> well, in my position. So, the other like, thing oh, I'm, I'm sorry is, deprived you from yeah. drafting Denny Avia. Yeah. You know, and, I'm sorry and, about that. And the, and the thing he can't think or, or won't say is that this team was bad with him for four games. It was bad. Like they're, they got stuff that they got to fix in in the big picture. So with no clay and other other things, you know, they they've still subtracted Durant, Iguodala, Livingston, and Clay from this team. That's hard to get back from. So, so you just uh, think they'll still end with the worst record in the league? Yes, even with I do. I do. I mean, you know, maybe maybe it's. Maybe sec- they get yeah, the second, yeah, yeah, right? Maybe, maybe they, they get to 29. So they get to, yeah, they get to 18, 19, 20, whatever. It, it depends on who, if anyone else collapses, but I don't think they're going to be great. They're going to be more fun to watch. But, by the way, some of those games with Steph were terrible to watch. You, you don't know. And it's a long time ago. You keep bringing up that old <laughs> stuff. Phoenix isn't the same anymore. It's not the same team. No, they, they, I mean, they were bad, but part of that is because of what they have around them. And people just expect Steph to come out, do the whole thirty, hit from thirty feet, yep, and everything yep. goes crazy. Like, and he might do that a little bit. Yeah, he will. And, and he might not sometimes. But that. That's, but when they can just say, "Hey, we got a guy who's just gonna face guard you," yeah. <laughs> like that's that becomes different. Yep. We'll see if you know Damian Lee can score twenty five. Yeah. Right. We'll see. Like we'll, see if Andrew Wiggins can, yeah, can can attack the basket. We'll see if Wiggins can create. Like that's what it's gonna be. And then you know, if they're not gonna guard Draymond. You know, we've seen that happen before. Mm-hmm. If they're not going to guard Draymond, are there even enough shooters on the court? I don't think it's going to be this now Harlem Globetrotters staff just yep. take over. Now it's back. Like, nah, it's going to take some time. It's going to be Washington, take... Washington general staff is what you're saying? <laughs> oh, 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 man. Wow. I do, wow. Think, I do think he's going to need some help around him in a way that he probably – like, just moving forward, you can't just say, Steph, all right, we got Steph. It's yep. like, okay, Steph versus the world. you have to create a team around him. Yes. And we don't know what 
Clay will be when he comes back yeah. in that first year. Well, that was the problem with putting him out did there. Draymond, with, did Draymond really shoot 39% from three in a season? Did I hallucinate that? Only when Luke Walton was the coach. <laughs> he probably shot like 44 when Luke was the coach and then dropped down to 39 when Luke stopped coaching that team. It was amazing. And then he's, what, made seven of nine in game seven or whatever that was. It was unbelievable. What the 20, 28%. It seems to be declining. I mean, it's Just give Draymond stakes. He needs stakes. Stakes, yes. He yeah. needs the stakes. Uh, but, yeah, as people point out to me, his stats are not very good this season. No, but you they're, just, they're you terrible. Just, you just got to write off this season for him, knowing that the, what, what he is and knowing that – this is just not the way he's set up to play and then see what happens next season. If it happens next season, then okay, there's a problem here, but I don't think it's going to happen like this next season. We, we shall see, but I just don't know that the group I'm looking at, Steph, Clay, Draymond, Wiggins is dynamic. They're not the most dynamic group athletically anyway, and then you add another year to them and you're coming off of injuries. I think they could get slow real fast, and you know, could have done. Obviously, we're doing the same thing with Andre and with Sean. So, you know, but you got to replace those guys with dynamic people. I, I, they, they are lacking explosive talents, and there's a reason for this. But you know, they draft Jacob Evans because he wasn't explosive. Like the last thing he was was explosive. They need some other. They need to go what the other way. What do we think? Here. Should they get any grief for that pick? Because yeah, certain picks don't work out. It's not like Evans no. was this randomly bad character. No. I mean, they drafted somebody who simply did not have the talent to play NBA basketball. What's and they thought on? he did. Yes. But that's the thing. They yeah. drafted him. It wasn't like they drafted him thinking he's a project. Let's mm-hmm. see what he can do. They drafted him because he could yeah. play right now. Yes. So there wasn't a lot of upside. Yes. Intentionally knew yeah, there was a lot of upside. They literally went and got somebody who could play right now. And he couldn't play in the gym. But, I mean, when you look at the picks around yeah, them, it not, wasn't yeah. like – there's no like yeah. clear like oh I can't believe they missed on this guy. Yeah. It was just man that draft was not. Yeah, they great. had a bunch of guys, a bunch of twos and threes, that were all kind of similar. They took one that people didn't think they were going to take, but I don't know. Is there somebody? I mean, you you can say Brunson, right? I mean, but yeah, I like I mean, Brunson. I guess yeah. it's a, here, here's what I would say about it. It's not surprising that the pick doesn't work out. To use a double negative, when you're picking that late, it tends to happen, but. Just there was no point at which it ever seemed like he could do it. Not even at summer at summer league. I remember Warriors coaches sort of murmuring about what he lacked. You know that summer league in 2018. Well, you know who they wanted in that draft. They were hoping they could get him was Landry Shamit. Yeah. So really? uh, yeah. yeah, Landry didn't fall to them. They wanted Shamit, and he went two away. Mm-hmm. But I mean, look at the players after him. Omari Spellman went 30. Javon Carter, who I like. I'm a big Javon Carter guy. Uh, now with Phoenix, good backup point guard. Jalen Brunson. Looks like he's 55 years old. Yeah, he does, right? Came into the league with a receding hairline. That's what I'm talking about. Man, they, uh, they could use Mitchell Jaylen Robinson. Mm-hmm. You know, they could use Jalen Brunson, absolutely. Yep, uh, yep. Gary Trent looks pretty good. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's some nice players, but nobody who's mm-hmm. like, oh, I can't believe this guy was there on the board and you took – Jordan, you know, yeah, uh, I guess Jacob it's not Evans, like when they got Nedevich and Rudy Gobert was there. But it, look, yes, it's really hard to hit on a draft pick that late in the draft. I just wonder about their process when they get a guy who shows absolutely no ability at, at, at the NBA level, at the NBA level, to be clear, and can't do it at the G League level. I wonder if that causes us to question their particular process, because that doesn't seem like randomness. That seems like a flaw or an error. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I got, what's the worst pick? That one or Lonnie Walker by the Spurs? <laughs> Have we even heard from that guy? Got hurt, didn't get hurt. I mean, I, obviously Popovich doesn't seem to like him very much. Yeah, <laughs> what out of that Which that. you know what? I've been. Remember Jonathan Simmons? Why isn't he playing him? Why isn't he playing? Oh, he might have known something there. The Warriors were looking for specific things, and I think this is one thing the Giants have been criticized for. It's one thing I'm, I'm alert to. It's like they're drafting and again you're 28 20, whatever it's it, it's it's hard but like if you're drafting for like a fit versus just Best talent player, yeah. then you miss on fit you're you, done you're done like yeah. you you got you got a talent then you could bounce them around whatever i mean hey dragon bender whatever but at some point you got to forget about drafting for fit you just have to draft the most talented player see what you can do and coach them like you could coach Jacob Evans, like the greatest coaches of all time, could work with him twenty four seven, and he still wouldn't be any good. He's not skilled enough, and you just maybe just take it. And that guy, and the, the talented guy, might flame out too. Ooh, I take but, it back, Devontae Graham, thirty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's a flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> that was hard to see coming. Though. I mean, I don't. Yes, it's one of no, those things where I don't blame them for mm-hmm. missing on these guys yeah. later. It's more that I question. He's like how they got the guy one, who showed no yeah. ability. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a process. It's like, do you just say, I think this guy's a decent player and we'll figure it out? The, the mean, problem you know. is, like, they got him out of nowhere. It wasn't like Jacob this Evans? college star guy. Yeah, who yeah, did it. It, yeah. was like, it was just random. Yeah. It was like, yo, this kid from Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we've never heard of him. Let's go to YouTube. Yep. Right? Like, and, that's. And, it yep. wasn't like... It wasn't like he was in the mix. It wasn't like there were, I don't know, were there other teams yep. pining for Jacob Evans? Mm. It just felt like they randomly plucked a guy from college. Yeah. Well, it's also like you go, okay, he kind of reminds me of Sean in this sort of way. Well, he reminds me of Sean at age 34. Like, Sean wasn't like that at yeah. age 34. And, and I, I get that sometimes, and I understand, and I do it myself. But, like, God, he's like Andre. Well, Andre, you're looking at his age 33 right now. Like, when Andre got to this part because he was so incredibly skilled when he was 25. And Dude, you there's can't... a bit of an athleticism gap between young Andre Iguodala <laughs> and young Jacob Evans. Yes, yes. Just a little just a little bit. There, might be, one, there bit. might be one now. So. <laughs> I think there is one now. <laughs> there is one now. There's no question. There is one now. Oh, man. Yeah. I, you know, not getting so, a guy. So you're saying that, you're not confident in their draft, drafting moving forward? Is that what you're saying? You're questioning the process of how they select these guys? I'm saying I wonder. I'm saying if they had a few more of these guys who hit, then you probably give a little more leeway and extend a little more confidence. Yeah, but would we, you know, would we be saying differently if Patrick McCall was on yeah, team did, right what, now? Did, you know, was McCall a hit that just didn't work I mean, out? McCall for was them. A, McCall was a hit. I mean, a talent yeah. hit, a talent hit. I, yeah, I liked I liked McCall's talent, and I mean, he's still getting looks from teams despite everything that's gone on. He's still getting. He's getting minutes. He's getting minutes, he's yeah. getting minutes in the league. He's, he's averaging yeah. like tw- he's averaging twenty four yeah. minutes with with the Raptors. I mean, you know, I mean, it, it, is that a reaction to like if we drafted McCaw and you know Damian Jones who are skill and you know they just couldn't figure out what to do with them, so you draft a guy like you know Jacob Evans who you can see fit right in. I, you know, who knows? We're talking about late picks or you know Jordan Bell. There's a talent guy, right? There's a talent second round picks. They obviously feel much more comfortable yeah. going for just talent. But you know, those were decent enough. I, I think those picks they didn't ultimately work out in that they didn't stick as rotation players for the team. But those guys, McCaw and Bell, both showed flashes of why you would draft them. Evans, there was just We're waiting nothing. on the flash. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He coming off the screen and hit that elbow jumper. You're like, man, he could do that ten times. <laughs> that guy, like he could, he could hit that, that shot. Guy. That's his shot. 
I just, you know, hey, especially with some of the players who they're like, yeah, we, we, we don't want that guy. Yeah. You know, we've heard that many times behind the scenes. Like, mm -hmm. where it's like, hey, how about this guy? He can't play. He's yep. terrible. Yep. So they're like, some guys who have something, they're like, yeah, no, nah, he can never play for us. Mm -hmm. And then some guys, they're like, no, this is our kind of player. And then he's not. Yep. He's not pretty good. Uh, yep. I mean, I'm waiting for the smile of each. <laughs> like, I'm waiting. Uh, Ethan, this is your guy here. Smile he's in a bit of a rut. He's in a bit of a. <laughs> he's, he's in a bit of a rut. That old, I just old wonder. Not, not saying that we know anything. I wonder if Steve's kind of laughing through some of this because he doesn't want to play him. All right, he just doesn't want to play it him. It felt like he yeah. was torturing him. In yeah, the, in yeah. Like go, game. go, guard. Like, oh, yeah. oh, you're so good. Oh, he's the future. Oh, yeah, go out here. Like, just, yeah. go, go, guard Zion. And it's scrambled. And it's scrambled. Smiley Geach on the other side. It's like he couldn't dribble the ball on the other side. He's like, hey, wait, what, what, Smiley, what you doing on the bench? Zion's in the game. Get in there. Yeah, <laughs> oh come back, God. come back in the game. Yeah, it was it's just so like bad. it felt like a torture. Uh, it felt like he was, it felt like he was like mocking him. Like, it, it, yeah, Smiley, gonna be a rock I boy. think Smiley's got to be maybe maybe the trajectory is a small ball five out center. No, oh, no question, no question. Yeah, not a four. And He's not a four. Yeah, not a four. Not fast enough, I think, to get the space that he needs. Off of that very nice shot fake that he has, mm -hmm. but if he's a four man, a little hard, a little hard for him to get to the cup. Hey, but uh, he is beloved. He is beloved in Chase Center. They go crazy I mean, for Smiley. He'll be beloved if he does well. Uh, but okay, I'm looking at his per thirty. Hey, per thirty six. You know, as bad as it's been recently, yeah, it's it's not bad overall, I suppose. He's got, um, he's got, yeah, he's got a bulk. Up. I mean, he's. I just don't think Kerr looks at him and goes, "You cannot play with that body in the but, NBA." At the that thing position. I would say in defense of old Smiley is that unlike Jacob Evans, Smiley's actually really good at the G League. Yeah, <laughs> at least you have that, and you know that. And that that's not nothing, though. No, no, like, no. Yeah, you should be able to oh, dominate. Yeah, he's, look, he, yeah. he's better. Than, he's a better value than. It's just Jacob too early Evans. for him. It's too yep. early for him to be playing. Yep. Which is you could say that we said the same thing about Jordan Poole, right? It was yep. just too yep. early for him well, to play. The, the G League is like summer league where. Being good in being good in the G League does not assure NBA success, but being it's bad definitely in the G a League, prerequisite. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's it definitely did. a precursor. Well, I heard that last season. I think is like when Evans went down there, and people who saw the game said he's like the ninth best player on this G League team. Not in, on the you know both teams, like on the Warriors team, he was like the ninth best player. That was bad, and we saw what happened. He's no longer on the team. All right, we're going to end this Jacob Evans rip job <laughs> podcast, which started out about Steph. So bad. Somehow, he's, a, he's a nice guy. He's, he's always a, a great nice guy. guy. Yeah, yeah nice great kid. guy. We started talking about Steph's nerve damage. We ventured <laughs> off to French point guards, and we end on how Jacob Evans is terrible in the G League. Man, I, I feel like believe. that was a good podcast. Yeah, I feel like yeah. we covered a lot of ground. abandoned Theo Maladon. I, I didn't abandon it. him. I just oh, see by the way, point. We, we canceled the Olympics in the middle of it. Oh, yeah, we also canceled the Olympics, yeah. I, I haven't abandoned my piece. Is, I'm, I, my piece is still coming. You better, you better be. Certain. Really, I, I, I want to read. Can you do this? Can you do your Maladon article to go to war with my? Article? No, it, uh, it's it's definitely happening. Oh, we also talk Clippers, by the way. So yeah, we've done a lot. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, we are out of here. <laughs>